What is going on, everybody? Happy New Year 2024, and welcome back to The Missing Piece. I know that a lot of you all who listen to this are tend to be a little bit more driven, a little bit more ambitious, and we're probably, you know, in hustle mode right now, goal achievement mode activated, and, you know, maybe a little frantic coming off this holiday. And I want to share with you um, how I'm feeling right now, because for the first time in a, maybe ever, uh, I am easing into this new year because of some of the reflection I did over the holidays. And what I was able to do is remove a little bit of the false sense of urgency that I think a lot of us feel around this time, which forces us into some bad decision making. And so that that's what I'm going to unpack today. It's a, it's a little bit of a different approach to to New Year's resolutions. And here's the thing. This time of year, the the turning of the calendar year, it is a natural time to sit and reflect on what happened last year, to sort of project where we want to go this year. But it's also what I this is my big realization. It is the worst time to make decisions and commit to things. And that's why most New Year's resolutions fail is because it's just a terrible time to make decisions and we end up committing to things we can't follow through on. And so what I'm going to do today is just kind of map out where I, I see most people go wrong and then a different and uh, might I humbly suggest better approach to to how you can tackle this new year. So before we go too far down the rabbit hole, we got to understand one concept. I think everybody would agree with it that making a decision in the heat of the moment based off of emotions, is not the best place to make decisions from. So in our program, in Metaphysique and in the Angie Method, we, we call this emotional sobriety sometimes. We call it detaching sometimes or emotional neutrality. But when we're making decisions, we want to be in an emotionally neutral state. And this goes for both negative and positive emotions. So yeah, I, I don't want to be making a, a decision when I'm feeling frustrated or or pissed off or angry or whatever. But I also, just because I'm in a positive emotional state, I'm feeling very hopeful and you know excited and possibly euphoric. That's not a great place to make decisions from either. So we really want to be able to detach and be emotionally neutral. And I think most of us know that. Like if I say that statement, that's not something new. I mean, anybody who's done any sort of work on themselves has, has probably come to understand their emotions a little bit. It's like, yeah, I got to detach from them and make better decisions. You get that. But I think where we missed the boat is that we are in the, or I, let me say this, the, the new year, the turn of the calendar year is a recipe <laughs> to be in, to be in an emotional state unlike any other. And most of us fail to recognize it. And then we make decisions based on how we're going to spend our time in the new year. So what I'm talking about is there's negative emotions, there's positive emotions, and there's urgency, which creates a whole different kind of stressed out state. So there's negative emotions. A lot of times we're frustrated. We're frustrated with how we weren't able to do all the things that we normally do over the course of the holidays, right? Our schedule was disrupted. Maybe we're frustrated in that we ate or drank too much. Maybe we are stressed out from having house guests or from having been a house guest. Isn't that funny? This whole season is about visiting people, yet visiting people is stressful and having people visit you is also stressful. So so we're there, we're frustrated, we're stressed out, and maybe a lot of our habits came undone or we weren't able to be as consistent with, with all the stuff we like to do. And so we're feeling this lack of momentum. So there's negative emotions swirling around in this little emotion stew. But there's also positive emotions. We're like, hell yes, we finally turned the corner on the holidays. Like that whole month-long uh, deal 
or, you know, however long it was for you. Like, dude, for me, it was like six weeks. You know, we had people in town the week of Thanksgiving, uh, house guests a week right after Thanksgiving, travel during the holidays, a whole deal. And I'm like, yes, I finally turned the page on that. Like, I am excited to get back to my normal routine. I'm excited to just get back to doing the things I want to do. I'm hopeful about all the awesome stuff that's going to happen this year. I'm thinking about all the things I want to accomplish, all the places I want to go, all the things I want to do in my, in my heart and my brain is filled with desire to make all these visions come to reality. So, there's a, a bunch of positive emotions. So there's negative emotions swirling around. There's positive emotions swirling around. And then because this whole season is based off of time, it's based off of a turn of a calendar. And what do I want to do before this calendar turns again? 365 days from now, there's this false sense of urgency. Like we got to get to it. We can't waste a single day without, you know, working on our goals is what people say. And so it's like, all right. So, so we are not emotionally sober. We've got negative emotions. We've got positive emotions. We've got a bunch of stress and urgency. And so now it's like the perfect mix to be making a decision that most of us would call in the heat of the moment. So when we look at how we're, you know, how we're going to spend our time, what we're going to do, uh, what behaviors we're going to, you know, enact in the new year, we're making all those decisions in the heat of the moment because there's all this stuff that feels urgent, but it's not. So if, 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 you know, getting in shape is your thing, it feels like you have to lose 20 pounds tomorrow, but at the end of the day, it's not urgent. It's not like a losing 20 pounds over the course of a year is very fucking easy if you go at the appropriate rate. But even if you don't lose it in a year, it's, it's not urgent. You, what's, what's important is that you get the behaviors down, right? So it's like we're in this heat of the moment. All this stuff feels urgent, even though it's really not. And rather than take time to cool down from the heat of the moment, we rush in to commit because we're so excited to get this plan going. So we commit to goals and we commit to all the behaviors that we have to do to uh, you know enact those goals. And so we overcommit to specific time-bound goals. We overcommit to specific things we say, like in this moment, I want to do this thing. And then we fill up our schedule with all the commitments around those goals. And we set the bar so high in terms of what we're going to accomplish in terms, you know, like not only what we're going to accomplish is a lofty thing, but the number of things we're going to accomplish. I'm going to get jacked. I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to be the best dad ever spend, blah, 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 go on nine camping trips with my kids, whatever it is. I don't know. And the amount of stuff that we're going to do in a day to accomplish all this is through the roof. So all of a sudden, because we rushed to commit to all these massive goals and massive behavior changes, now our schedule's packed. Now our schedule's packed. Like, all right, dude, I was chilling, drinking every night, staying up till 12 o'clock, watching movies. And now just because it's arbitrarily, you know, January 2nd, January 1st, the holiday, now all of a sudden I expect myself to get up at five in the morning, get, get an intense workout in, work a full day, you know, blah, 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 do this after like school with the kids. Like, it's crazy. Our schedule's packed and it doesn't take very long for us to realize of pulling off this packed schedule that a packed schedule is rigid. A packed schedule creates a rigid life in rigid systems break. We start to realize that everything that we committed to, whether it was positive or negative, is if we commit to it, it becomes an obligation. And since we don't live in a bubble, life happens, the schedule, the systems that we're trying to pull off get stressed. And since these systems are rigid, they have no bend in them. So they simply break. And then from there, we're back to square one. No consistency, no momentum, and worst of all, because we created all these high hopes and kind of a binary pass-fail system, we feel like a failure. So possibly, I might even posit, we're 
we're behind square one. We're, we're square negative two because now we have to recreate momentum and we have to do it from a place of already feeling like a failure. So that's a, so by rushing into those commitments, by, by accepting the sense of urgency that probably isn't true and committing to goals and packing our schedule and making our life rigid, all of a sudden we've, we've got no momentum, no, con, no consistency, and we're in a negative you know, emotional state. We feel like a freaking failure. So that's problematic, I would argue. And, and I, I found myself in that cycle many times, not just around the New Year's, but anytime I decided, you know, this is the day and I'm going to turn the corner today. And after just examining my patterns and now having had the privilege of working with thousands of people in the fitness, uh, with their fitness and getting to examine their patterns as well, both around the New Year's and just in general when they want to make a change, I've realized that easing into these things is the best way to do it. So I have a slightly different approach now. And so, so that's, that's, that's what I want to offer you up today is like, Hey man, here's a little small perspective shift. That's probably going to, not only is it going to impact your productivity, like you're going to get more stuff done because of it, but it's going to improve the quality of your life because it's going to downregulate all the stress you normally put on yourself. It's going to take away this possibility of being a complete failure and feeling like you have to commit to all these obligations. Otherwise you're lazy. Like, no dude, none of that shit. We're taking it easy here. So here's how I do it. First of all, I look at what do I want to get done, man? What do I want to get done? Fitness-wise, business-wise, like whatever. But here's the thing, dude. I don't really put time frames on them. Time frames are really more of a suggestion. Why are they more of a suggestion? Because, because it can inform the speed or the aggressiveness with which I need to approach something, but I don't make it a hard goal because there is so much that's out of my control when it comes to getting something done on a specific time frame. I just don't even stress about it. I use it to set my course of action and then I leave it alone. So I look at what do I want to get done, roughly what do I want it done by, and I'm not in in this mission is not successful or or failure based on if I hit that date or not. That's just a suggestion. So a big picture. And then I'm like, okay, cool. What do I need to do daily? in weekly to move the needle forward on that. What do I need to do daily? What do I need to do weekly? So I'm not looking at like, you know, I'm not, I'm not scheduling it in yet. I'm just tasking it out. What is the, what is the checklist I need to accomplish in a given week? And then I look at, okay, cool. How can I create a strong foundation of consistency in my schedule? And when I say a strong foundation of consistency, I mean, building pillars of doing, you know, not stressing so much about the specifics, but like, what time do I get up? What time do I go to bed? You know, where are the big things like dropping kids off at school, picking kids up from school? Where is that at? And how can I just be as consistent with those things as possible? And then from there, because I'm not like, oh, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and do my workout. I'm like, no, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. Because, you know, you know, and I'm going to get into my example later, but like, I'm going to get up at this time. And I'm going to go to bed at this time and I have to pick the kids up at this time and drop them off at this time. Be consistent in those things. And then what that allows me to do is be flexible and let the specifics about what I plug into those times and how I manage my time and manage my energy, I let all those specifics emerge over time. You know what I mean? Because I might I might say, hey, dude, I'm going to get up at 5 every day so I can be in the gym at 5.30. And I might realize, dude, I'm not a morning workout person. I might realize, dude, my freaking body hurts. And uh, I need I need to be a little bit more awake. Cool, dude. But if I'm still getting up at five every day, I can experiment. Well, what can I do with that time between five thirty and the time my kids get up that will lead to a better life? Can I read a book? You know, can I do some meditation? Can I go for a walk? Like whatever it is, right? And you start playing with the specifics. 
And you can play with those specifics because you have a strong foundation of consistency in when you get up, when you go to bed, and when you do the major pillars of your life. All right. So it's like, I'll repeat that. Here's my approach. Very general. What do I want to get done with a, a suggested time frame? Big picture. What do I need to do daily and weekly? So as a checklist. And then create a foundation of consistency in my schedule. And then let the specifics of how I manage my time and energy and just I play with it. I experiment with it and let the best option emerge over time. So to give you my example, um, you know, I've been I've been very inconsistent for on a lot of things. So if I look at the main, the main, like, honestly, it feels that way. I, I, I've got this podcast done with the exception of the last two of the year, you know, so I've been consistent in, in some major pillars. Right. But at the end of the day, um, I have been rehabbing my shoulder, which means that I have been very limited in my weightlifting and jujitsu has been non-existent. Those are two things that take up massive pillars uh, of my time and my energy and just th- stuff I love to do. So not only am I inconsistent with them, but I feel like a little piece of my life is missing. Um, I've been inconsistent with my food and drink and sleep because we're visiting people and people are visiting us and we're hanging out and enjoying ourselves. Um, been inconsistent with my sort of continuing ed because that same thing for the last couple of months. So I'm like, I have like no foundation of consistency whatsoever. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to be real with you at this point in time, right? The last six weeks of the year ended up just being really crazy for me. Like good, good, crazy. You know what I mean? We, 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 we accomplished some awesome things, you know, or, or I should, I should say, yeah, dude, I, I've made a big step forward with my book, getting ready to launch the, the new Metaphysique 2024. So I've done cool stuff, but it's been, it's felt a little frantic and discombobulated, to be honest with you. My behavior hasn't been consistent. So as I'm looking at, okay, what am I going to do in the new year? What do I want to accomplish? I'm like, dude, okay, you know, this is the creative output I want to have in terms of my book, my podcast, the business. This is what I'm going to do daily and weekly for work. This is ultimately what I want to build up to to get done daily and weekly in terms of jujitsu, lifting, running. I want to work in my guitar practice in there. There's a lot of stuff, as you can see. So it would be easy for me to pack my schedule. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not rushing into like commit to everything at once. So here's what I realized is it was like, bro, I know that this isn't really cool to say. There's a lot of go-hards right now who are like, sleep is for pussies and like get up at four in the morning or whatever. Like, dude, I can't. So here's what I realized. I can get up at five. That's a reasonable time for me. I can get up at five and be doing something by 530. Cool. All right. Now my kids switched classrooms. So now they're in like a true Montessori kindergarten type situation, which means they have to be dropped off between eight and eight fifteen or something like that. And I'm picking them up at three now, no more daycare hours. So no more like, Oh, kids can stay there till five or six. If I'm busy, like, no, I'm picking them up at three. Okay. Got to tighten up the schedule. So I've got this window right here from five thirty to roughly seven when it's time to start getting those kids to school. I've got Let's call it 8.30, between 8.30 and 9. I'm at my desk. I got till 3 to do whatever I got to do. And then from there, I'm like, okay, cool. Then pick the kids up. And then where where am I going to go from there? Now, I'm not going to commit to when I'm going to do shit. So, like, I can't, right? So, all I know is like, hey, I got to lay a foundation of consistency first. I'm just going to get up at 5 every day, see where the wind blows me. And here's the thing. I love working out so much that, like, if I don't get it done in the morning, I'll make the time for it later. So, it's like... Yeah, I'm just going to be consistent with with my behavior. Get up at five. If I can just do that, if I can get up at five and drink 40 ounces of water by the time I take them to school and eat a high-protein breakfast, like win. That's a foundation to build off of. And then if I can look at what do I want to do work-wise, get it done. How am I going to get that done between nine and three? Cool. Cool, right? 
what am I going to do with my kids between three and five? And then am I going to do a workout or am I going to do jujitsu in the evening? Or like, how does that work? I don't know. But the point is the consistency is built off of, well, really is built off of the nighttime routine. What time am I going to bed so I can wake up refreshed at five? And then what am I doing? You know, what do I feel like doing? How can I, how can I experiment with what morning activity sets me up for the, for the day best? And I'm letting it all emerge over time. And so like this week already, well, one day I did a morning workout. Today I'm doing an evening workout. I don't know. I'm not sure which one's going to stick, but I'm just letting it happen. You know, I'm, I'm figuring it out and I, and I have that flexibility because I'm not stressing to check all the boxes at once and, and have a perfect schedule so that I can arrive at a perfect goal at a specific date. I'm like, man, here's the direction I want to go. Here's the big stuff I want to get done this year. Here's the behavior that is going to change. And here's how I can start building myself up to executing on that behavior. And so the big idea, if I could sum it up, I would say the big idea is that commitments, so overly committing in your schedule, overly committing to goals, whatever, it leads to rigidity and rigid systems break. Most of us rush into commitments because of the emotional state that we're in at this time of year. We commit to goals. We commit to, you know, fucking 5 a.m. yoga class, whatever it is people do. And, and we feel this false sense of urgency. We've got to get it all done now. We make poor decisions because we're in the heat of the moment and then we lose momentum. And so what I would rather do is use my goals to inform the behavior change I need to take place and then ease into those behaviors, have a nice foundation of consistent, you know, consistent rhythm of life, but allow your plan to be flexible, which allows the optimal flow of life to emerge, you know? And so be as consistent as you can with those pillars like sleep and getting your kids to school and working and, you know, over time working out in your optimal flow of your optimal workflow, your optimal creative flow, all that will emerge over time. If you're creating a nice foundation of consistent, you know, <laughs> eating, sleeping, and water. <laughs> so, um, you know, that, that's the idea. And, and the biggest thing I'd like for you to get from this is like, dude, don't, just because it's January 3rd, you haven't wasted two days. You know what I mean? Ease into it. Give yourself some space. Give yourself some flexibility. And rather than looking at goals as this, you know, rigid thing that needs to be accomplished by this date, look at it as a never-ending game and use time frames as a suggestion right? Just to inform a little bit of behavior. But most importantly, it's like, if this is what I want to do, these are the behaviors I have to do consistently. How can I set my life up to consistently execute those behaviors? That's it. Uh, hope that was helpful. So if if you haven't already been uh, heading over to the good shit dot info, um, link up with me on Instagram or, uh, or read some articles on Substack. And um, that's it, man. That's it. I'd love to continue this conversation offline. So hit me a message. Let me know if you want, have questions that you want me to address in the next podcast or just give a virtual high five. That's always cool too. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon.